It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. This is the Pixar Sciatica Podcast. Let's talk about the stage in life in women, menopause. I come across a fair amount of women who I work with who are going through the menopausal transition. And I have my basic knowledge as a physical therapist and what I learned in school, but also because I'm a man and I don't go through menopause, I don't really know as much. So today's guest is an expert in that and has a company really focusing on helping women navigate the perimenopause and menopausal route. So today I have Dr. Uh, I have Amita Sharma. Um, of Nourish Talk. Amita, so good to see you. Thank you so much for being on today's episode. Thank you so much for inviting. Just as a disclaimer, I'm not a doctor. So thank you, Ashley. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. It, no it, problem. It, no problem. Um, but but um, you have a fantastic company and you work with a, a lot of women in this stage in life and you, you wouldn't be helping them if you you and your company weren't experts in helping navigate this entire process. But before we go into that, tell us a little bit more about yourself and your journey to where you're at today. See, I come from a, a tech industry, a corporate high tech, and, and you know, like uh, stressed out, that a normal uh, person who, who you talk to in a high tech, they, they will tell you that uh, completely stressed out. Um, so I was. Go- I started going through perimenopause, and I did not know that I was going through perimenopause. But I started noticing strange symptoms, or I should say, embarrassing moments at work. You know, some heart flash and some other issues like fatigue. And suddenly, I couldn't remember things. My, you know, normally I'm very sharp, and suddenly I'm forgetting things. I'm like, oh my god. So. This is my background is not from the medical industry, but I was a normal, uh, you know, woman, any woman out there who's going through perimenopause. I just decided at that time to bring my te- technical background and bring the holistic part, since I was a big believer on the holistic evidence based to bring an affordable solution for women out, uh, you know, who are going through the same journey as I did. And I had no help, no resources, no nothing. Wow, that's quite the journey, which then brought you to creating this company, which um, I really appreciate that when we got on the call, you said, I'm not a medical doctor, but I have this company that serves. And I'm sure that you probably have an advisory committee that can help create this content. So not only is it just you one person, but you have a whole team that can really support you and provide the the necessary information. So um, I really appreciate that. And so at the beginning of this journey, you were talking about how you're going through perimenopause and then menopause. Can you tell us a little bit more about w- what those stages are? Mm-hmm. At what age does that happen? And some of the changes that happen in the body when women go through that? Yeah, so this is a very complex topic. Um, typically, you know, whether we are women or prof- health professionals like yourself, we know the term menopause, right? And we know the term puberty. So the menopause, and that's what I thought, to be honest with you, I thought menopause is when a cessation of the you know menstrual cycle and that's it, boom, it's switch off. Okay, but that's, it's not as simple as that. There is a whole period, seven to 10 years before, prior to women when they hit menopause is called perimenopause. And then 
menopause is just 12 months of no periods and that's when you've hit menopause and then after that the period is called post menopause so there are three distinct stages and different kind of symptoms that women are also going to face during these three distinct stages so for example in perimenopause what starts happening is the female sex hormones they start going down they start going up and down actually like that right you don't know one day which hormone is up and which hormone is down and that's why these mood swings right we talk about one of the uh, one of the symptoms huge symptom of perimenopause is mood swings because the first hormone that starts going down is progesterone and then we get estrogen dominance and that's not good because chronic pain this you know this podcast talks about pain most of the time chronic pain is one of the huge symptoms of perimenopause even post menopause the reason being is all these hormonal imbalance that's happening and also if you have inflammation inside your body that also contributes to chronic pain so perimenopause believe it or not has almost 35 plus different symptoms recorded during the perimenopause so can you imagine being bombarded with we only talk about hot flashes night sweats that's just not the only ones stress and anxiety during that uh, phase of when woman is going through a 40 something you can imagine she has uh, probably kids a teenage kids at home she has pressure from work because she has to work and maybe put these kids through college you know um and then um you know you have a balance of work and life your relationship with your spouse you probably have aging parents so you you have so many stressor around you right that that all these symptoms can get aggravated because of what the stage of life is for a perimenopausal woman a 40 something and then then we go to the menopause typically the menopause should hit a woman around 51 52 but some of the culturally ethnic groups of women get the menopause earlier as well like african american and latino women and the post menopause is where 80% of the women post menopausal have one chronic condition that is so, so alarming chronic condition could be chronic pain chronic condition could be diabetes osteoporosis you know all kind of things so what i'm trying to say is that if women do not take care of themselves during the perimenopause phase more than likely this whole thing will translate into a chronic condition whether it is uh, pain or sciatica or fatigue or diabetes or heart failure heart disease cancer it is so connected for sure yeah you really took the words right you really answered the the question that came about um as you were kind of walking me through these these uh stages of of menopause and i was uh, you know you're telling me okay here are all these things that happen what is the best way for for women to navigate all that and i think you said it perfectly you said it's you have to address it in the perimenopausal state right and that's and that's where it kind of gives you an opportunity to uh in essence uh i like to call it whether this weather the storm um and, and especially when it comes to pain management because the thing is that this is a cycle that is just it's a natural part of life right it's a natural part of life same thing with pain pain is a natural part of life having too much pain is an abnormal aspect but understanding that these chapters in our life is going to influence how we're going to feel 
Um, I also really appreciated how you said, not only are we dealing with say chemical changes that happen within the body, but also just what, what happens in life when you're in your forties, uh, having grown children, having parents that are aging, you're, you're pretty much having everything happen all at once. Um, and I like to call it the perfect storm. And, uh, (laughs) <laughs> what, what, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is actually a perfect storm. Not to get so serious about this topic, but yes. Yeah, and so let's let's talk about some of the uh, some of like the management steps in regards to how we can how how women can navigate it. And so, uh, in the world of pain management, what I like to say is uh, I transition from telling everyone that their body is a car. Um, there's a lot of really great analogies in regards to how you should take care of your car, how you should maintain it. But then over the past six months, I've realized that I've realized that we humans are, we're a boat in the ocean of life. And what that really tells us is the fact that here we are coasting along the waters and there's going to be times where storms will just happen. Storms are just a part of nature. And many cases you can avoid going to the storm. You can use your GPS, make sure that storms aren't there, but there are going to be times where we have no choice but to be in the storm itself. And so when we're in the presence of a storm, whether it be the hormonal changes, the life changes, or even the presence of pain, I often tell patients or the people that I work with that my job is four things. Number one is to help you just survive the storm. And that's where you know that you're in the storm. You just buckle up and just know that you're going to make it throughout the other end. That's kind of just survival mode. It's like, it's going to be temporary. You're going to survive. The second part of it is, um, and I just came up with this recently, is that Uh, In storms, there's waves. And Mm -hmm. my job is to teach people how to ride the waves and not be disturbed as much as a storm, be able to move with the wave and not be so destructed or not be so traumatized by that. Mm -hmm. The third piece is the the avoidance piece. Let's avoid those storms. Let's know when those storms are coming so we know exactly what we need to do to avoid them. And then the the fourth piece of it is what I like to call, we're going to build, we're going to build you a massive boat. So even if you are in the storm, you can still weather uh, the the rocks and roads and everything. So let's talk about, um, and I only came up with this as we're talking about it is let's Mm -hmm. talk about the various different categories, right? So number one, weathering the storm, right? Mm -hmm. Surviving the storm. At this point, it's like, okay, you're dealing with menopause. Your kids are growing up. Your parents are getting older. You're dealing (laughs) with all these chronic issues. Yes. Um, What is the best way for women to just kind of like survive that, right? Like everything's everything hitting from left and right. What are some strategies that women can take or follow during that time? Yeah. So I think the step number one for women is to really maintain a very holistic daily routine, some kind of a daily routine uh, set, right? So when you say, when I use the word daily routine, nutrition becomes so important. We know food as medicine. Now, most of us as women, we accumulate a lot of toxins in our body as adults, actually. And these toxins are also contributing to chronic pain. For example, data, if you look at it, a newborn baby being born today, day and age, has 170 toxins. The placenta of a woman has so many toxins that she is passing on through the placenta to the baby and newborn baby has so many toxins. So the first thing is, for to avoid chronic pain is that inflammation, you have to lower the inflammation in your body. How do you do that? By nutrition is one of the things. Eating right, cutting out completely processed foods. Alcohol no, is a complete no-no for women going through perimenopause. Caffeine, we think caffeine 
gets us going in the morning, caffeine is again a, no, a trigger for a lot of perimenopausal women. Staying late at night and having tequila shots, ladies, that's also a no-no. So, so all these things, you know, cutting off all the processed foods as an example, cutting out all the white stuff, cutting alcohol, caffeine, and replenishing it with plant-based diet, all the foods that uh, are grown from nature, you know, embracing the holistic lifestyle, that would be step number one uh, for women to, uh, you will see the difference. I, I have done it with my body, you know, uh, majority of the time, plant-based diet, no red meats, only chicken and fish, but that also, you know, once or twice a week, not every single day. So that's the step number one. The second thing is now all the makeup and all the environment toxins and all the household uh, uh, stuff that we use, the chemicals, right? They become the endocrine uh, disruptors in the body and they are also adding to the toxins. How do you keep your body inside out cleansed? So there is a procedure in Ayurveda called Panchkarma or simple detoxification that we talked about. That is also one of the things that women, uh, you know, it, it's women can try a simple cleanse like a three-day uh, cleanse so that you know, the body starts uh, taking the toxins out through the bowel movements. So you need to keep your inside of the body very clean, clean of the cleansing of the toxins. So that's number one. This episode is brought to you by the Patient Advocate Program. Are you tired of not having support between your rehab sessions? Introducing the Patient Advocate Program, we're focused on your recovery and we're offering you 24-7 access to a doctorate of physical therapy. Stop waiting in line to be seen and stop spending hours doing long exercise programs. Imagine being able to get all of your care delivered straight to your phone. Best of all, it's affordable. We believe everyone deserves top-notch relief without breaking the bank. So why wait? Take control of your health today and visit PT Patient Advocate advocate.com and book your free call with our experts. And so we're looking at putting the right things in your body, but then also putting your body in a position to be able to get rid of the toxins that accumulates over time. And I think what's really interesting is that the information that you're sharing is not uh, it's not extremely new. Everyone understands the importance of healthy eating. And oftentimes when I tell people, listen, as you as we get older, it's important for us to ensure that the quality of food that we eat is improving. And oftentimes when I say that, and you probably heard this when you tell people, oh, we got to minimally process, focus more on plant-based. They say, well, Amita, you're probably telling us to not eat any of the fun foods. And I yes. think what's really interesting is the fact that, and, and I noticed this as I transitioned where, okay, do I miss fried chicken? Every now and then, maybe I miss the, the taste, right? But do I miss the feeling that I have after eating that food? Absolutely not. And so yeah. having that differentiation between how you feel as a result of the foods that you eat versus, you know, how great you feel when you don't eat them is a great way to understand and weather the storm and not fill your body up with toxins. So I really appreciate you sharing that. Absolutely. The second thing is for women to really learn breathing techniques. Breath. Our breath is very, very powerful. Breathing from the diaphragm, right? Simple breathing techniques like uh, bee breath. You know, you just what you do is you take your thumb, uh, you put it here on your ears, and you take this and you close your eyes and you chant Om. It will start helping you uh, uh, relax, and the relaxation automatically brings the pain down. You know, we know that the stress and chronic pain are correlated. 
So learning about simple pranayama, breathing, is also very important. That's step number two. Learning some of the yoga poses. Yoga is, has a ton of evidence for pain relief, ton of evidence. The simple yoga poses that you can learn, down, you know, uh, that's number three. Then also simple mindfulness, mindfulness, uh, you know, just being meditation and just being with, within yourself, that also helps to calm down your body and calm uh, all the, bring the pain relief. The, the, one of the big things that I talk about is Ayurveda has a lot of therapies and one of them. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. It's called massage therapies with medicated oil, medicated herbs. So one of them is called abhyanga. Abhyanga is basically uh, taking the medi uh, medical uh, medicated oil and slathering it all over your body. So now if you don't have the time to go into a, you know, a, like a, a, a Ayurveda clinic, you can take, you can buy some of the oil and do a self-abhyanga on a daily basis. And that will yeah. amazingly help you with the pain management and even helping uh, you calm down. Huge, huge uh, thing. Yeah, I love that. And so let's talk about how this really translates on over to pain management, especially with sciatica. Now, um, listeners, you know, a lot of the stuff that Amita is sharing, um, putting the right foods in your body, avoiding the the foods that are causing harm and also giving you an opportunity to cleanse. I think that's the the largest part of that is actually managing inflammation. And we know that inflammation is a normal process of healing, but when you are going through chronic inflammation, that's where you're going to have a whole slew of uh, of symptoms and issues, one of them being heightened pain. And so when you're eating these minimally processed foods, focusing more on plant-based and eating lean proteins and eating healthfully, it gives you the opportunity to clear out the inflammation, which is going to be lower in your pain. And you'll notice that you'll identify if inflammation is a cause of the pain that you're dealing with. If you change the foods that you eat and you feel better, if you change the food that you eat and you don't feel better, then that actually gives us an opportunity to say, okay, let's move on to the next step. Because if you are trying to do all these different exercises for your pain, but you're not changing how you're eating, you're really missing a large part of the puzzle. And no amount of exercise is going to address a lot of the chronic inflammation that you will accumulate from eating poor quality foods. The second part is Amita brought up breathing. I like to call it the survival breath because oftentimes when we're stressed, and especially when you're in the perimenopausal age, you're going through a ton of stress. You have your children, you have your parents, you have your job, right? And also just knowing that you are transitioning to later stages in your life. And so what ends up happening is that we have a tendency to hold our breath. And when we hold our breath, our body goes into what is called fight mode, fight and flight mode. And it releases a lot of the cortisol, a lot of the stress hormones. So the pranayama that Amita was sharing gives you an opportunity to downregulate your nervous system and allows you to really just slow things down. It's going to lower your stress hormones. And we know 
And there's research saying that if you increase your levels of chronic stress, so stress is a normal thing, inflammation is a normal thing, but if you have chronic exposures to toxins, stresses, inflammation, it's going to cause a heightening of your pain and your sensitivity. So simply breathe. And I'm so glad you brought that up, Amita, because uh, we'll say probably over the past like 10 to 15 clients that I've started to work with, I've actually started asking them, listen, in addition to your exercise, I would love to see a video of you breathing. And I noticed that a lot of people have a tendency to breathe through their shoulders. When they take a big breath, their shoulders rise before anything else. And that tells me that they are in a sympathetic fight state, which we can simply actually alleviate that through simple breathing. And I love that you talked about yoga. I love yoga. If you're breathing, you're doing yoga and also transitions into mindfulness and massage therapy. I love massage. I usually get one once a month and I'm a huge fan. And would you, would it be safe to say, Amita, when you are at the perimenopausal state because you have so many responsibilities, parents, kids, <laughs> job, that we that you have it more of like an outer body, you're kind of giving, 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 but not giving you the opportunity to take care of yourself? Absolutely. See, that is the problem. Women typically, we think of us as super moms, super right. Uh, so, a soccer mom, super mom, whatever you call, want to call it. We 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 don't want to admit that there is something wrong with us. We always like to showcase, at least you know, say, oh, we can do it. We can do it all. And that's a wrong strategy. And that's what I want to talk about is that women should really. Um, talk to their families of they're going through perimenopause if so any of the symptoms are bothering them they should be open about it with their partners you know with their loved ones so that in the family members understand this is a chemical change this is a hormonal imbalance that's happening and self-love self-care uh, self-worth is so important you have to take time out for yourself some of the things we are talking about I love that. Yeah, it's uh, especially in the U.S. We live in a, um, in a in a world where it's like you you just go 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 go, and oftentimes there is a lot of pressure on the mother and women to be able to just continuously give out. And so, giving women permission to say, you know, give yourself a little self care is really important. I notice a large part of my job when I'm working with clients, especially women. I'll say, I give you permission to I give you permission to sit down and just being be quiet, or give you permission to uh, you know, eat those healthy foods because you know it feels better. And so I like to think about when it comes to the self-care, talking about the openness, sharing with your family, what you're dealing with, the self-care and massage, the self-love, which I really appreciate is kind of like building up your, your boat and your foundation because we need to build up a little bit. I'm not going to, yes, in a way building up resiliency, but it's not necessarily like you got to toughen this out. It's really more so you build the capacity, right? Because as we're dealing with our health, we're looking at our health as kind of like a bank account, right? And every time we're giving something to someone, we're kind of making a withdrawal out of that bank account. But when you promote self-care, when you give yourself the nice food, if you give them the massage therapy, all those self-care techniques does all these positive deposits into your account. So you can give more and it gives uh, women an opportunity to be able to uh, really like not only just survive the storm, but when you have that bigger boat blasting through those waves, not letting the storm disturb you as much as if you didn't have that in the first place. So uh, I really appreciate that. And in regards to, okay, so we have, you know, you're in the storm, you're in the heat of things. We have eating well, breathing, moving well, and then massage therapy. And then we have the self-care aspect, which often is like very similar. 
let's talk about trying to avoid those storms, right? There are some things that we can do that can, um, some things that we can avoid that would allow us to navigate this life or this period a little bit easier. What are some things to avoid? Yeah, so we talked about the processed food earlier. Um, then we also want to avoid the negative thoughts because believe it or not, 50% of the women during this phase uh, have depression or anxiety or even suicidal thoughts. So it's very important to, to have the right type of mindset because of all the stressors that are happening. And you know, I think it's very, very common, depression and anxiety during this phase. So we need to fill our mind with the right kind of thoughts the right kind of mindset, and also not have toxic relations around us. Those are the things that we, we should avoid. And replenish it with some kind of a community of women or some support groups that we can talk about what kind of struggles that we are going through, you know, women are going through at that time. So these are some of the things that women can do. The other things that also adds um, could add to stress is also the sexual health because that is also one of the key things that happens to a lot of women is the libido also goes down. So, you know, this talk is all about pain, but that's also, there is also pain sometimes that happens um, because of, uh, or, you know, the sexual health part of it. So my suggestion is to talk about it, right? And not hold it uh, that, oh, okay, I'm going to live with this pain. I can weather this pain. I think most of the women would do that. The idea is to, how do you bring out whatever you're facing, whether you talk to a menopause coach or someone like yourself, you know, physical therapist, uh, or you seek some guidance. And that's what women need to do during this phase and avoid all these negative, negative thoughts. I talked about that processed food, the thought that you, you are super mom. Yes, you could be, but you, you have to avoid being super mom. You need to seek help. All these things become very, very important. And so there, there are definitely a lot of resources out there when it comes to help and support. And we're going to talk a little bit more about NourishDoc um, shortly. But say the listeners are, say, going through and the women are going through what we're talking about right now. They're trying, they're like, okay, I think I need to make, you know, a step in the right direction. One of the first things that come to mind, I know that this was the first thing that came to my mind was actually communicating with your doctor. But I know that it's not always the case. And, and I, and it's, and I'm, glad that I bring up these questions because it really opens up a world of something that I'm not exposed to. But tell us a little bit more about women who are looking at communicating with their doctor and they're dealing with it, because I think in some cases, they often don't bring it up. And so what's the most effective way to communicate these changes with the time in your life uh, to your doctor so you can get the necessary help? It's challenging. Uh, I'll be honest with you, because the, the, the reason uh, I'm uh, is talking, saying this word is most of the medical uh, education is based on the reproduct reproductive phase of a woman's life and not on the post reproductive years. So most of the medical schools don't even teach uh, the perimenopause, the menopause, all these post menopause that we are talking about. So women going through this phase, uh, in in United States, I'm talking about United States, could find it challenging. And now, of course, there are companies coming up and, and you know, a lot of doctors are labeling themselves as menopause coaches. So you need to find someone who's trained in this particular topic, as I we are talking about. This topic is very intense and has a lot of layers that needs to be peeled. And sometimes uh, OBGYN, a regular OBGYN, if they are not trained, then you might find it very challenging. 
Now, some of the things also sometimes uh, doctors also uh, prescribe would be a simple hormone therapy. That hormone therapy might not be suited for you. You have to get yourself a thorough checkup, for instance, uh, like a, you know, sometimes a proper testing uh, uh, or of hormones and then seeing, okay, if that can be fixed with simple nutrition or alternative therapies or complementary therapies, and then consider the hormone therapy. So I think you need to talk to uh, an expert who understands what perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause is, what, what I'm trying to say that. And it could be a naturopathic doctor, and they are very well trained as well, a physical therapist or whoever. So that research uh, should be done. Uh, sometimes you, you don't want the birth control pill to take care of your symptoms that, are, that you're uh, facing, including the pain. There are other ways to uh, take care of that pain. Yeah, and so being able to communicate as much as you can, try to reach out for the resources. Amita, I know that you're the founder of one of the bigger resources when it comes to navigating this stage in life. So I know that like you should never go through a journey by yourself, right? And yes. so you were talking about community, the support, and also just the knowledge that your platform actually does. Tell us a little bit more about NourishDoc, what it does, how it serves people, and what's the best way for people to get started with that? Sure. So uh, as I shared a little bit of my journey in the beginning, I felt the first line of defense should be holistic um, therapies physical therapy, food as nu you know, nutrition, all the holistic therapies. And of course, then the hormonal therapy has its own place. So what we've done is we have gone around the world and we have interviewed and collaborated over 3000 global holistic experts. And we are bringing as per the symptoms, what we talked about 35 plus symptoms, all the little, little bite-sized actionable insights that women can do to help themselves navigate through this journey. Now, now this is all self-care because it's going to be super affordable, but sometimes, you know, like we were talking earlier, you need a coach, you need someone to guide you through. And then the second step would be for, with our one-on-one, -on -one, you know, some someone who's well-trained and who can guide you through this journey on personalized, putting a personalized holistic plan together. So that's what Nourish Talk is really bringing the resources from all over the world that are evidence-based, all holistic therapies in the beginning, and uh, coming out with a simple app that is super affordable, less than $10, and then moving on to your one-on-one uh, -on -one personalized consultation plus a plan, and then also some products to help you maintain we didn't talk about the kitchen spices. We didn't talk about so many different things. So the idea is to offer a comprehensive resource uh, under one uh, platform uh, that, that is evidence-based for the women going through perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, as we were talking about it, women in the perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause state, it's a perfect storm of everything. And so there's many different ways that you can navigate the ocean of life and platforms like NourishDoc uh, can actually help provide that support and help for you. And so it's affordable. How do people, um, how do women find out a little bit more about the company? Yeah, I mean, the website is there, www.nourishdoc.com. Like I said, the web, uh, the, uh, you know, we, uh, the app is coming out in a month. Uh, so the uh, uh, people can download the app and then one-on-one -on -one consultations will also be coming out. So people can go to 
our website or hello at nourishtalk.com. They can reach out to us through that as well. Beautiful. Listeners, if you did not get a chance to write that down, I'm actually going to be putting the contact uh, information into the show notes today. Amita, this has been so eye-opening. I learned so much um, because I know that, yeah, even in my metal, my my physical therapy school education, I think we might have talked about uh, the the three stages probably for like two or three slides in our physiology lecture. And that was pretty much it. And I know that it's we we live in a day and age where we have a lot more information accessible. And I'm excited that your platform actually provides evidence-based solutions as compared to things that aren't supported by evidence. So I really appreciate that. Um, and I'm really excited. Listeners, again, if you want to get in touch with Amita and NourishDoc, take a look at the show notes. Thank you so much, Amita. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you got some help from today's podcast. And for more info, check us out at ifixyoursciatica.com. Have a fantastic and pain-free day. No patient-therapist relationship is formed by listening to this podcast. We are not providing medical advice and all information should be confirmed by a medical provider.